Yes, sir. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, who we believe came in the person of Master Father Muhammad and lifted up for us the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Exalted Christ, and those two left in our midst the Divine Warner, our spiritual Father and God, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I would like to greet you all with the greeting words of peace we say in the Arabic language of Assalamu alaikum. Uh, for those of you all who are new today, uh, that does not mean that we cuss you out in a foreign language. That just means peace be unto you, as the sister explained earlier. Uh, I wanted to talk about, first, one of the things that I didn't understand when I first came into the Nation of Islam, which is, what do you mean Allah came in the person of Master Father Muhammad? You know, I believed in the spook God. I, I, I believed in the sky daddy, somebody up there in the clouds. <laughs> Making things happen. You know how you look up at the sky and you see clouds and you say, look at the eyes. You see the eyes right there and the nose thinking he looking down at us, man. And, and, and it took me about maybe a year and a half to really understand what it meant by that, because I always thought God, I didn't know what God was, to be honest with you. You know how when you're on MySpace or the Internet and it asks you what your favorite book is and you put the Bible and ain't read the Bible in six years. That's how I was a little bit. Yes, so how I interpreted it or how I was able to understand it was when the minister broke down. Uh, it says Allah came in the person of Master Far Muhammad. And Master Far Muhammad didn't come just to make two gods. He came to make us all gods. God is a being of force and power. Allah is he who is supreme in knowledge, wisdom and understanding. So teaches the honorable Elijah Muhammad and our savior has arrived. And when you think about it. There's one source, but there's many conduits. So if you look at these lights here today, there's one electricity. If we came in here today and all of the lights was off, y'all would say the Muslims must didn't pay the light bill. That's right. But you know the light bill is paid or you know electricity is here by the lights that y'all see. Is that right? Yes, sir. You may say, well, brother, um, I don't believe that. Well, when you think about it, this light right here is on. The light downstairs is on. If I like if I knock this light off right here, does that mean that that I messed the electricity up? No, sir. It just means that a particular light bulb has been knocked out. Well, you may say, my, my boy, little June bug now, little man man, I don't think he's a God because he was just robbing somebody last week. He just killed somebody last week. What do you mean that we are gods? Well, Anybody who knows anything about electricity or light bulbs, um, if I knock this light bulb out, what, what am I supposed to do if I want the light bulb to turn back on? Replace the light bulb. Well, whenever we get an idea or when you look at a cartoon and somebody gets an idea or a thought, what comes up on the top of their head? A light bulb. So scripture says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Scripture says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you want to see a God again, we just got to change their mind again and we'll see God coming right up out of those brothers and sisters. So inshallah, which means God willing, I'll be able to change somebody's mind in here today. So the uh, lecture is called, What is Our Purpose? Because as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, so many of us are getting up every day. And we don't have an aim or a purpose. 
I don't know if y'all said out here, but in Texas or Dallas, you know, people say, what's the play? You get up, you ain't got nothing to do. Man, man what's the play? Man, well, I ain't, what are we going to do today? Man, we so behind. I don't know how we don't have any plays. I don't know how we don't have anything to do. You know, you know your light bill may be cut off next week. You know your phone bill may be cut off next week, so you're trying to get around Wi-Fi just so you can get on the Internet and make free phone calls on the app. So for us to say what is the play, I think we're really behind on that. I think we're really dead as we, as, as we have been taught. So our mission is to give life to the dead. That doesn't mean physically, but that's talking about mentally and spiritually. So we have to be awakened mentally and spiritually so that we can have a will and a desire again. They said the slave master kill our desire to even do something for ourselves. Now that's something. Because yes, you have you had a slave master who enslaved us by putting chains physically on our arms. You had slave masters that enslaved us by putting chains physically on our feet. But what they have done now was put the slave or have put the chains spiritually on our mind. See, because if I can change, if I can control your mind, I can control your behind. You see, they say uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said every action that we have is led by a conscious thought. So before you do anything, either subconsciously or consciously, you thought about it. Now, sometimes you're on autopilot, which means you're probably operating off that subconscious mind. But what if 95 percent of your subconscious mind is controlled or influenced or programmed by somebody else? So when we talk about the white man, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, man, we can kill all white people. He didn't say that. He didn't say go kill all white people. So don't go out here tweeting, talking about look at what Farrakhan said. He was making a point if we remove all of them from the face of the earth since we continuing to blame them, they will still be in power. Well, how are they going to be in power, Brother Ben? Because you got black, white people, all skin folk and kin folk. Because you got some people who got a black body, but on the inside of them, they got a white mind. So we have to change the mindsets of our people. We have to change the thinkings of our people. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said we have to be re-educated. And once we become re-educated or once we be re-educated, then now we can have a new mission and a new goal. Because some of our goal is really to make it to 25. You see, you hear many of our young brothers in the streets on YouTube or wherever, they just happen to make it to 25. I'm trying to make it to 120 with the bean suit, you know. Our people are only trying to make it to 25. So we have to expand their mindsets and expand how they think about each other or themselves. And once we change how we think about ourselves, we'll change how we see each other. Now, it's going to be a little hard for me to read this. So it says, what are the keys in finding your purpose? So I'm going to come over here a little bit. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that we are all born in the nature of God. He gave us six words, accept your own and be yourself. The answer is myself, a righteous Muslim. Now, you may say, well, Brother Ben, this ain't got nothing to do with me because I ain't no Muslim. I just came to check you out because I heard that y'all had a little powerful meeting going down there. Well, what is a Muslim? A Muslim simply means one who submits their will to do the will of God. In fact, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said Islam or being a Muslim is the nature in which we were born. Now, going back to purpose or going back to some of us who have given up on ourselves, don't you realize as a little baby when you was one years old, when you was two years old, you fell down? When you fell down, did you quit? So many people ask me, Brother Ben asked, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. 
Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. When you fell down, did you cry and say, oh, man, this is all my dreams is over with. I ain't going to be able to walk, man. No, you, you lifted up on something that was strong and you lifted yourself back up and continued to walk. So how is it that I'm 20 years old, I'm 25 years old, I'm 26, 30 years old, and then whenever I fail, I think my life has failed. So we have to start to change the word loss and change it into a lesson. It's either going to be a lesson or a blessing. And really inside of the lesson is the blessing, whether you think you fail or not. So some of us at the young age, we had so much resilience. We had so much determination. We never got down on ourselves. So what has happened between the age of two all the way up into 40? What has happened all the way up or from the age of one all the way up into 31? Something has happened to our mind where we have lost that will. We have lost that desire. And anybody who think you haven't won, man, I think they said the odds of us even being born is between one is, is one out of 400 trillion. Think about that. Some of us got up here today. I look like all y'all got two legs. Look like all y'all got two arms. And even if you don't got two arms, you got a brain. Let's see. I was telling y'all about how they had the chains on our feet. Now, check it. Check this out. Some of us will get the nicest Jordans every December. We're going to get them 11s. That's going to come out. And we spending all that kind of money on the material things. We're going to get the Gucci belt and have a whole front end tucked in so we can see so they can see the whole emblem. But when it comes to our mindset, we don't want to invest in the mind. See, you can cut my feet off. If you cut my feet off and I still got my mind, I can still function. But you can put the, the, the baddest Gucci shoes, the baddest Louis Vuittons on my feet, and I be brain damaged, I'm dead. I'm not going to be able to do nothing. So you can take away my feet, but don't take away the mind. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, or the minister was breaking down to us, every good Muslim is a Christian, vice versa. Now, Brother Ben, I thought y'all was against it. And I thought they was against y'all. Well, look at it. A Christian is one who is crystallized in oneness with God, following Jesus Christ. And a Muslim is one who submits their will to do the will of God. Now, let's look at Jesus. Jesus said, not my will be done, but what? Thy will be done. He said, whatever he bid me to say that I say, whatever he bid me to do that I do. Well, that's all a Muslim is. So when you think about it, your mother may have said six plus one equals seven. Hers may have said three plus four equals seven. Mine says seven plus zero equals seven. And we on online debating. The minister calls it intellectual, intellectual masturbation. You feel good for 10 minutes. You feel good for 15 minutes, but at the end of the day, you ain't produce nothing. So when you get down to the root knowledge and not the breast knowledge, we all get into the same answer. Seven. So stop tripping, man. Once you accept righteousness and strive to live a good life in that action, you will discover your purpose and unleash the gift that you have been given that makes you unique. Now, it didn't say in sitting on the couch, you will discover your purpose. It didn't say in crying and whining, you will discover your purpose. It says in action. 
you would discover your purpose. Meaning you got to go out there and do something. A lot of people say, man, I don't know my purpose. I don't know what I want to do when they ain't even tried nothing. You ain't never seen if you may like being a mechanic. You never seen if you may like talking. You never seen if you may, may like cooking or something. So we can't just be idle and try to find your purpose. Sometimes your purpose is maybe just to help somebody else. And just being yourself, I think, is the most important part to this whole thing. It says, uh, in, in, the action, in that action, you will discover your purpose and unleash the gift that you have been given that makes you unique. See, we see people on Instagram who got these Bugattis and got these uh, Benzes, and y'all don't even know, they ain't even theirs. Somebody don't walk past a, 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 a little area in California, they done stopped and did a video, took a little selfie, and you sitting here at home hating yourself because you think you behind because you're looking at a fantasy on Instagram. This brother, uh, mama done got income tax. He 18 years old, talking about, nigga, I'm out here getting it. And you jealous and envious because you ain't got no money, and that's his income tax money. She just paid the bill right after he took that picture. Go ahead, boy, take that picture real quick so I can pay these bills. And you mad, and you thinking you way behind because you comparing your life to something that's not even real. So... The best thing or the best way for you to be unique is just be you. Being you is what makes you unique. Now, I may come up here and teach the same teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, but I'm going to say it in my way. Brother Willie, he's going to say it in his way. The minister going to say it in his way. In fact, the minister says, don't try to be like me. He has already made something special in you. As I said before, Master Father Muhammad didn't come to make two guys. He came to make us all guys. So I have experienced something that you haven't experienced. You have experienced something that I haven't experienced. And if you try to be like me and you don't be yourself, you are robbing yourself, myself, and the rest of the world from something that we all need. That we all need. All praises be to Allah. Because I'm going to see something different than how you see it. You know, I... Uh, just to tell you a little bit about my story, I know I, I know he wanted me to keep it for the testimony part, but I always say this during my lectures. Um, I was born in prison, and the first time I saw my biological father was in his casket. I recall seeing my biological mother maybe one time, and they both uh, died when I was, I think, around the age of 10 years old. And one thing I recently realized is that the book that I don't know if he, but I have a book downstairs if y'all guys want to get it. But I just realized that the book published the day of my biological father's obituary uh, going out. So one chapter closed while another chapter was, uh, was able to open. So I told Brother Larry this one time and he uh, told my story to Brother Troy. And uh, even as a child, man, I used to always yearn for my father. I, you, know, you know, I used to look up, Google his name and try to find little images and stuff. I always wondered, you know, what would he think? What would he do? Um, and so my, my spiritual father that I was looking for ended up being the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Ended up being the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So I had a father in the house who took care of me and made sure that, you know, I had went to all the AAU games and things of that nature. And, and I really appreciate that. But becoming a man and understanding life, I really got that from the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So I'm forever grateful for that. And for them for taking me in, because if they didn't take me in, I don't know where being would have been. <laughs> but. 
um, I, they, he told Brother Troy, you know, about me being born in prison. And I used to didn't tell this story until recently. And uh, he said, Brother Ben, maybe Allah allowed you to be shaped in the womb of prison because one day you was going to be out in the world freeing your people from the prison that they have been put in mentally. So hopefully I'm able to accomplish that mission here today. So what is uh, purpose? Answer, the reason why something is done or used, the aim or intention of something. Whenever we're thinking about our goals, I would, uh, now again, I'm young, you know what I mean? So I ain't trying to tell y'all what to do, but I think it is a great idea for you guys to always consider God and Allah at the root of everything that we do. Every goal that we have is it rooted in God. See, because Allah has an a, a active will and a permissive will, so he may let certain things happen. But oftentimes we wonder, where is God and how come you let this happen? How come you wasn't there when he may be asking the same thing? How come you didn't consider me? How come you didn't consider that I sent you messengers already? How come you didn't consider that I have already sent you scriptures already? And it's not because of me not coming in. It's because of your disobedience that got you where you at today. So some of us are asking God and blaming God when the scripture says, why do you cry, Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? There's in, in fact, I'm going to get to the end. There's even financial scriptures that's in there as well that we can follow. So we always blaming the preachers and blaming the pastor. The pastor's why I'm broke. The pastor's why. I'm, well, hey, you're only giving 10% anyway. So what are you doing with the other 90% of it? You see, the same scripture that he coming out of, you can be coming out of it, too, because they didn't say just be dumb and let him say whatever he want. Because didn't it say, listen for your father's voice. Well, how are you going to know your father's voice if you're not studying, too? Think about that. So what is our purpose? Why did you wake up today? Think about that. These are questions that I'm asking, but I want you guys to ask yourself. What you know, why did I wake up this morning? For me, my purpose always wakes me up. I don't need this alarm clock on Apple, you know, because I found my, I have something called the three Ps I talk about in the book as well. How many of y'all ever said that you procrastinate? I'm, man, I'm just procrastinating, man. You ever wrote that 10, that, that essay you gotta do? And it's due next week and you just been procrastinating? What I found out was, brothers and sisters, is that uh, you just simply didn't wanna do it. That's all it was. Ain't no special big word procrastinate. No, I didn't wanna do it. So what I found was when you find your passion, in your passion, you will locate your purpose. Once you find your passion and then you find your purpose, you will stop procrastinating. You know how I figured this out? It's because I used to go to school, right? They, they, they almost had to throw the iron at me for get, to get up for school. Call me 20 times, get up. But then when it's time for a basketball game, Man, the basketball game can be at 4 o'clock in the morning. Man, I'm up listening to boots. I'm, man, I'm up doing jumping jacks, push-ups, getting ready for the game. But when it's, come, when it's time for basketball, I'm sorry, when it's time for school or anything else, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't have no energy to get up. So what I found is, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, if I took a picture of this whole room and I showed you the picture, who the first person you gonna look for? Some of y'all want to say somebody else, but you know you're trying to get your good side. Let me see, did he? Let me see, edge up, making sure your edge up straight. Well, he said that's why our young people are not interested in the school system. 
That's why young people are interested in what we're teaching, because what we're teaching, they can't see themselves in the picture. And for me, when I came into the nation of Islam, that is that is when I saw myself in the picture. Like when he was able to break down where the black man was, when it says, let us make mankind in our image and after our likeness. So when I started to think about it, it said us. Who is this us? Who is this our? And why does it say mankind? So what he broke down to us is that it's us that all other people was made out of. They grafted out of us. So in other words, we're not black because we're cursed. We black because we're first. So I'm the original man of the planet Earth. Yeah, so I woke up so I can be a god. I woke up so I can exercise force and power. I woke up so that I can put or, or bring the kingdom of heaven on earth. See, because we think it's up there. We trying to go get some sweet pie in the sky after we die. Man, listen, they said uh, it got gold rose and milk and honey. I said, man, I can go get that from Whole Foods. I, I ain't got to go. I ain't got to wait till I die. And you know what I said, man? Some of us be lying. We, we know it ain't no heaven up there after we die physically. You know how I know? Because when you get sick, if I, you know how we say on that, I can't wait to get to the Lord and the Lord is so good and God is so good. How come when you sick, then you're going to the doctor? How come you don't just die and say, ooh, I'm finna go to the Lord? Because you already know, you are, it's already in your nature that we're supposed to stay here as long as we can. If that was the case, you would throw all the medicine away. You wouldn't care about cancer. You wouldn't care about no diseases. I'm saying, boy, I'm glad I'm sick. I'm finna go to the Lord. I'm going up to yonder, as they used to say. You know you're supposed to be here. We know. Why are you in the nation of Islam? See, you got quiet. You got to look quiet. Why are we in the nation of Islam? You know, we a lot of people come and the minister said, don't come with evil intentions. Meaning you see a brother with a suit. I'm going to join the nation. Oh, them sisters know how to cook a good bean pie, a good bean. So I'm going to join the nation or man, them brothers look solid. Them brothers be securing celebrities. I'm going to join the nation of Islam. Well, if that's why you join them and I don't know if you're going to be here too long. Because this is work, man. This is not like the church. This ain't no, I'm finna come on Sunday, you know, uh, be at Bedside Baptist. You know what Bedside Baptist is. I'm gonna put on, watch a webcast on Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. No, you gotta come and we gotta get engaged. When you raise your hand, it's a pledge that we make. We pledging that we gonna wake our people up. We pledging that we gonna go out and strive and give life to the dead. This ain't no, uh, I don't know what we think it is. Because the scripture tell us, man, those who believe will be doing the works that he's doing. We're going to get on to that a little bit, a little bit more. But when the minister, I saw a minister talk about this, he says, even if we came in with ill intentions or shallow intentions, let's get it right. You know, let's strive to build something. Let's strive to wait to raise the black man and woman up. And you when you hear people talk about what is the nation doing? I'll be trying to hold back cuss words so bad. But. We raising up black men and women. And, and, our, and when people don't respect, when people don't really appreciate the fact that we raising up black men and women, that is really my first sign and red flag that they not out in the field. You know how hard it is to get a black man to see that he's a God? You know how hard it is to get a black woman to see that she's the second self of God and that when you disrespect a woman, you're disrespecting the whole nation. That's hard to do. It's hard. Man, I, I asked a little brother one time and he I said, brother, what you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. I said, OK, I'm, I'm trying to help my. Well, what's your skill then? Maybe I can, you know, and I don't know. 
I said, okay, well, what, where do you see yourself five to ten years from now? Man, I don't know. So, man, that's hard to deal with our people when they're acting like that, man. Shoot, when you're trying to get our people to, to see the light, when you're trying to encourage them and you're trying to tell them how good they is and they only responded with how bad they is, you're taking somebody who was a murderer, now he's giving life. You're taking the sister who was now robbing people, now she's giving our people something that they can use. Man, that's a heavy thing to do. So if you think that's just some easy job, let me see you do it. And then, of course, they don't respond after that. So this is a heavy job, man, building a nation of Islam. So we talk about building businesses, building hospitals and building restaurants. Let me tell you something. That's all good. I mean, that's real good. We building businesses. We got hospitals. But let me say this. If we don't build men and women that's going to be in them hospitals, if we don't build men and women who going to run them schools, them schools going to be worn down. Them restaurants going to be worn down. So the best thing that we can build is not that which is made of man, made of bricks, but that which is made of God. And that is the black man and woman right here in America. And you know how we do when we go to the church, you know, you get to the church or get to the mosque on the ground. Turn that, turn that rap music down. Turn that, turn that Kevin Gay, turn that stuff down. But then when you go home, you can blast it all you want to. So look at what the scripture said. The scripture says, how can you love God whom you never seen and then hate your brother who you see every day? So how can you respect the building, but then you disrespecting your own brother and sister? You know where that comes from? That's because we disrespect ourselves. See, when you look at the word brother, in the word brother, you have the word other. He's the other me. Or my other self. So when it says treat others as you want to be treated, shoes, some of us want to be treated bad. Not really want to, but it's because of past traumas. So maybe you got beat on while you was a child. Now you searching for that now in another man. And you're wondering, how come I keep attracting the same kind of man? It's because we have to clear this subconscious that we have in us. Not blaming you for the reason you're getting beat. But I'm just saying we have to focus on it and, and check the energy and frequencies that we're putting out into the world. Because we may be attracting these kind of individuals. Why are you living the lifestyle you're living? Are you selling drugs? Are you working a job that you don't want to be on? Why are you doing that? Do you have to be doing that? If, if, if we know that there's nothing new under the sun, listen, man, somebody done already been in prison 40 years, got out and got their lives together. Somebody has already sold dope, and some of y'all y'all ain't even making that much money. I know, I mean, give me, well, the real Rick Ross, he said he was making $3 million, what, a week or something? Man, shoot, y'all ain't making that kind of money, man. He done already told you that you need to get up out that kind of game. You ain't going to win in that type of game. So there's two ways that we can learn. You can learn from experience or the best way to learn, the best way, is from somebody else. I say all the time, man, 50 Cent done already got shot nine times. I, don't, I ain't trying to get shot nine times to realize that that thing hurt. He already done bled, went to the, he did that for me. I ain't trying to get hurt no more. So let's learn from those who have already been there. Whatever we need, we can go get it in the book. There's nothing y'all can say that hasn't been written in the book. That's not on a video. That's not in some library. We just have to put in the work to go out and get it. So life is real easy. If you have a problem, just go get the solution from a human being. That's why that's why we believe that we are all gods, not some mystery God in the sky. And when people try to challenge me on that, well, well, well how you know that your God is real? Hey, to me, just me talking. Well, let's figure out something that you don't know. And let's figure out something that I don't know. You sit there and you pray to your mystery, God. And I'm going to go pray and I'm going to go get it from another human being who I believe is God. And let's see who gets the answer. Or 
let's say we go fasting for 10 days, 20 days. We can go as long as we want to. We get real hungry. And we're going to pray for some food. Pray for a box of pizza. And let's see if your mystery God knock on the door and bring you some pizza. And watch how I use the God force within me and go get me a large cheese pizza with no pork on it. I bet you I'll be eating. All right, look. Why are you working the job you're working? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, uh, I work for that white man. Dang, I didn't know the minister said that. Yeah, because the minister's not a fool like some of us try to uh, act like he is. You know, we try to put on this on, on YouTube like he's telling us, quit the white man job right now and you ain't got no plan B. No, because all these brothers telling you the black man is God, quit your job because the white man is the devil. When them bills late, he, he, his pockets ain't going to be God. His pockets, he ain't, he ain't giving you nothing on the rent. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave us something called the still away method. That's right. What is the still away method? Not steal away no cash out the register. He's talking about wean yourself off. So if you got this biz or this job, use this job as a stepping stool. Going back to purpose. See, now if I know my purpose is to get off the job, I'm not coming to my job every day with low energy because I know I'm coming here for a purpose. But I ain't going to lie to you. When I used to go to my job, man, I didn't know what I wanted to do at one point in time. It felt like I was going right to the plantation. I felt like I was picking up cotton or something. But when you have a purpose, man, now you can use that extra money that you have. Not go buy the new iPhone. Not go buy the new Jordans that come out every December. Not go buy the new PS5, 6, 7, 8. No, take that extra money and put it on the side. You can get 10% of 10 businesses and you got 100% business and you don't even run them all. So some of y'all who ain't CEOs, learn how to invest. Learn how to do affiliate marketing. Learn how to get paid as the middleman. Look up drop shipping. I just dropped some game on you. Drop shipping. Google it. So take that money that you got on the, on, the, on the extra on your bills and build something up. And once you're able to build that job, up, once you're able to build that side business up, I, I mean, or your business, then you can quit that job. You don't have to live the way that we are living. And some of us believe that because of what we have saw. We have never seen... People in my neighborhood living in a mansion. I never seen anybody in my neighborhood living six figures or anything like that. So you have to expand your mind. Even if you have never been out of your city, go on YouTube. Get inspired by somebody else. Look, at, look up documentaries of brothers who have been in worse conditions than you have and see how they was able to get out. Because some of us think, well, my mom was on food stamps. My mama was on, or had a minimum wage job. My daddy had a minimum, a minimum wage job. So because they was like that, I have to be like that. And some of us as men, we pass that down too. Oh, you got a job, I had to work. I had to fill out five applications, son. It's hard out here, so it's hard on you too. It ain't gotta be like that. Tupac said, man, uh, uh, it's hard for a 21-year-old to build a legacy. So look at what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said about a father. He said a father is not just somebody who can impregnate a woman. I mean, a dog can do that. Have, have we been reduced all the way to a dog? How do, how do dogs greet each other? What are they sniffing? And look at us on Instagram. All we looking at is, well, you know what they be looking at. That's all we, so we have been made into dogs, but check it out. Now, we say we gods, right? And we have been turned upside down. Let me show you how they did. Inside out. When, they, when you catch a dog, how many of y'all, don't raise your hand, how many of y'all ever known somebody who caught a dog before stole a dog? See, when you catch the dog, you chain the dog up, right? 
Put in the backyard. You start beating the dog because naturally the dog knows that you're not his master. So the dog is trying to get away. But you done chained the dog up in the backyard, put in a little cubby hole, and you throwing a few little, few little crumbs out there trying to feed him. So after a while that you feeding the dog, after a while after you have chained the dog up, after a while after you done beat the dog into submission, you can take the chains off because the dog is now used to, the, used to you being the provider. Think about this now, I'm, I'm, I'm getting somewhere. So now that the dog, you have unchained the dog and you got food back there, you can not only unchain the dog, but you can leave and go to work and leave the, the back gate open. And when you come back, the dog is still gonna be there. Not only did you chain the dog up, you captured the dog, you beat the dog, you fed the dog, but then you gave the dog a new name. The dog name is Blue now, this, is, this big blue. You don't wanna mess with my pit, right? Now let's think about the black man and the black woman. We were stolen, captured. They chained us up, beat us into submission, gave us a little food for us to eat. And because they gave us this food to eat, and because we feel like we're so inferior and we can't live without them, guess who last name is Jones? Not ours. Guess who last name is Petty? Not ours. Now we were these names, but these not our names. So look, we they have made us into dogs, man. Who we wearing their names? We have been captured. We was beaten on. Now they just don't release the chains from our feet. They have released the chains from our arms and they left the chains on our minds. So now they have left the back door open. We now can leave. Ain't, ain't nobody telling you, brother, you can't get no LLC. Sister, you can't get no LLC. Brother, you can't get out here and start no, no business. But we sitting there talking about, but I need this job. Because now we need the security or we believe we need the security. And even when we have the job, that's not even security. Because really, when you got the job, you afraid because you don't want to get fired. Even, listen, there's even millionaires, man, who are afraid because they have signed their lives away. There was a brother who told me one time, he said, brother, you, a lot of us are more free than millionaires. I don't understand what he meant because a lot of us think having a lot of money means you're going to be free. Well, don't you know that some multi-millionaires can't come out, come up here and speak like us? Man, they whole check will get taken away. Not only will they check get, get taken away, but some of the relationship they, they may have, they may not have anymore. So I want you all to cherish being free. Some of you may be making 2000 and be freer than somebody who making $2 million. So do you want freedom? Or do you just want money? Because really money is only a byproduct and the only reason we want money is to get that freedom. Peace family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com. You don't want to be a rich nigga now. 
I'd rather be a, 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 midi, a, a mediocre making money free black man than a rich $40 million slave. I don't know about y'all, but that's just me. Why are you here to get knowledge? Why are you here to get knowledge? Let's look at what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said about knowledge. Why should we gain education? What is education? What is the purpose for education? No one should go after knowledge with a vain motivation. If all we want out of knowledge is a good home, a decent car, and a little money, then we fail to see the real purpose for the creation by the God of knowledge. What is the purpose for knowledge? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad has taught us that the purpose for knowledge is to, is to feed the development of the human being until that human grows into divine and becomes a true manifestation of the characteristics of God. So this is why it's important to know heaven and hell are conditions. It's two conditions of the mind. So when it was cold outside a little bit earlier, it was cold as hell. Some of us who ain't going who, who think about, man, it's the first. I got about five days in this little grace period. Some of us are broke as hell. These are conditions. In heaven, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, this is contentment of the mind. See, when you know that you got these bills paid, when you know you ain't got no beef, when you know, man, everything is cool, you got everything in order, that is truly peace. That is truly heaven on earth. Let's look at the scripture because I know some of you think I'm lying. Luke 17, 21, I believe, said those who. Be, uh, no, I don't. It says uh, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So it's talking about Lord won't be over there. Lord won't be over there. But the kingdom of heaven is within you. So we got to bring it out. So you can't come into the nation of Islam and think you're going to get automatic heaven. Now, don't get that twisted either, because this ain't nothing but the hospital. And don't think, well, brother, I'm going to wait till I get a little clean. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in because you brother got the suits on and they got the white garments on. Look, the minister said we all need to be clean. This ain't nothing but the hospital. So don't be like those fools who say I'm going to take a bath and then I'm going to get in the shower. No, this is the shower. We all getting cleaned up in this bad boy. And then who are you impacting? Your purpose, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, or the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, is whatever you love to do most and whatever you do best. So figure out what do I love to do most? What would I do every day if I could choose and I don't have to get paid for it? To me, that used to be basketball. Man, I, man, I don't care if I was in the if I played basketball or not. I was all American basketball player, man. I started dropping 40 on them here and there. 10 assists, you know, double doubles. And that felt good. But nothing felt better than seeing a black man and woman waking up. Nothing felt better than seeing a black man and woman. Here's some kind of information. Here's some kind of information. And once they and once they heard it, they say, man, I don't want to. I, I was thinking about committing suicide, but I don't want to commit suicide. It's nothing like when you serving other people. When I was serving them on the court, that felt good. But now I'm serving them. I'm not serving them dope, but I'm serving them hope. And that's what we all can do as well. So how are we impacting other people? How are we impacting the world? Because whatever my gift is, whatever my purpose is, is not just going to impact Brother Ben X. It's going to impact you as well. That's what eternal life is. See, some of us, well, I'm going to just speak about me. When I was young, I'm thinking, okay, all I got to do is raise my hand. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I'm living forever. 
knowing now that there's 57,255,000 square miles of land. All over the planet Earth, we got 196,940,000 square miles. Now, if all these people, and we've been here for trillions, billions of years, if everybody was really resurrected, man, we wouldn't even have no space. You ever been to the club and Booster then came in and everybody there, you trying to go to the back? It's going to be like that. It ain't going to be no room in here. So eternal life is not necessarily about my physical life. It's about my mind or my idea living in another human being. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said the same way that you impute sperm into a woman and you live on through your children, I can also impute knowledge into a human being and then I can live on through that human being. So when I give you a thought and when I give you an idea, you're going to change your life and then you're going to blossom with a new idea, but it sparked for me giving you that idea. It sparked for me giving you that thought and that's how I have eternal life that's why we still talking about Jesus that's why we still talking about Moses that's why we still talking about Abraham because it was the word that they put in us that's how they living for eternal life so if we want to live man we have to serve we have to begin to see man because when you somebody come to my friend or they ain't gonna say man that brother Ben had to clean his shoes Man, that brother Bells used to be so on point. God, man, I seen that brother Carl one time. He had it so spick and span. They not talking about material things. Nobody know what Malcolm X's favorite shoes was. Nobody know what Dick Gregory's favorite necklace was. They remember the words that impacted them as human beings. So we have to think about that, about our own selves. What am I giving to the earth that I can leave on? So the Quran says, speak not of those who were slain in the way of Allah. They still alive. We just understand or comprehend not. So Marcus Garvey is still alive. Uh, 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 Martin Luther King is still alive Kyler, whoever you like is still alive So that's why I don't like when people be on YouTube I'm talking to you now On Instagram Man, I sure wish we had Them brothers back in the day Well, how come you not them? Talking about where the 10,000 frillers at You supposed to be the 10,000 frillers The minister didn't say 10,000 F-O-Y What'd he say? He said 10,000 men. We sound weak talking about, man, where, come to, where the men's at coming to my community. Get your butt up and stop eating them hot Cheetos and go out there and serve your community. That's how we're supposed to be. You know, you talking about we need a Malcolm, we need a, 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 a Marcus Garvin and all them. How about you take the same? Because see, that's my thing. You didn't go to every lecture back in the day anyway. I'm not going to every physical Minister Lewis Farrakhan lecture. That's not how I'm learning. So, yeah, they may be dead physically, but hey, I still got access to the videos. You still got access to the VHS tapes so they can still lead you. But you just ain't following, obviously. Because there's nothing that, like I said earlier, there's nothing that we have that we that, that's a problem that we can't pick up a Marcus Garvey book, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad book, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan book. So we saying that, you know, we need a new leader, meaning, a.k.a. we need somebody new to blame. That's what we be looking for. Somebody else to blame instead of, like Michael Jackson said, looking at the man in the mirror. We need to check out them lyrics, man. Purpose is the direction and passion is the vehicle that gets you there. Because some of us, man, when you think about this, purpose is the direction, passion is the vehicle. Some of us, see, just because, how many of y'all was finna run out of gas and you say, man, I got to get me a new car. Damn, my, man, I'm, I'm on the way here, man, we gonna have to buy a new Toyota. No, you don't go get a new car, you go put more fuel in your car. 
So some of us have a goal. Some of us have a purpose. And because we may have failed or because we may be getting a little depressed, we want to change the idea. You come into the nation of Islam and the brother talking to your own and then you want to leave out. The sister MGT saying, well, yes, sister, why you ain't at the mosque today? Well, you the one who signed up that you would be here. Don't get mad because I'm holding you accountable. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not forcing something on you that you didn't already accept. So now that you done heard something or you got something in the way that you don't like, now you want to leave. No, now you got to put a little more fuel in the car. You said you want to make this business, and this month you didn't sell no books. I said, I'm going to make some headpieces, and this month I didn't sell. I said, I'm going to come out with some new glasses, and you, you didn't sell no glasses. That don't mean that you quit the business. It may be a new business. Maybe you need to consult with somebody. Maybe you need to go read something, a.k.a. just put a little gas in the car. You know, you just a little down. So instead of changing every time, so I wanted, I said I want to be a barber. Then, I'm, then I said I'm going to sell suits. Then I said I'm going to sell a little weed because I seen a, 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 a documentary or something. Then I said I'm on credit card scam. I'm going to let everybody know I can turn 200 into 20,000. Just all kind of lies we into. And all we had to do was stick to the first one that we had. Put a little fuel in the car and you can keep on going forward. Keep on going. You know them credit cards. Y'all know them scams be looking good when your money low. Man, you have a bunch of money, you know it's a scam. But it sounds so good. You can, so, you can, so you can turn 20 and you say you can add two zeros? You just need my bank account number, my, my password? Man, knowing they gonna scam you. Doesn't fair. Because you be thinking, I ain't got nothing else to lose. I might well try it out. So, with that in mind, though, we have to start to think about times when we may be low while we already sane. Because some of us are making temporary decisions that's going to bring about maybe permanent consequences that we're going to regret later. See, so we got to start thinking about, man, what if my... uh. What if I walk into the house, man, and my wife cheating on me? What am I going to do? What am I going to do, man, if somebody did something? So now some of y'all think, it, you know, you think I'm lying. But see, if you go in and you allow your reactive mind to just react, you may do something. Then years later, you say, man, I didn't even have to do that. Some of us are doing that right now. Some of us have is doing something right. You know, like when I used to go into, y'all got Kroger out here? Okay, do y'all have that that them stores that got the candy that's in the uh, that's in the um, that's in the thing? You supposed to weigh it, and that's how you pay for it. Now, yeah. Now, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said the devil is deceptive intelligence rationalizing disobedience. Now, look at me using deceptive intelligence, knowing you know, and I'm young. Now, when you supposed you're supposed to lift up the, the bucket and get the gummy bears and put it in the put it in the container thing in the bag, then go away. I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, it must be free then because it got it's in the little white container. So I'm eating them up. So oftentimes we are doing things knowing that we are wrong because we didn't consider the right thing to do ahead of time. So when you think about the situation I told you about a wife and a husband, if you walk in and you already think about how you're gonna respond, when you get there, it's already premeditated. I'm already pre prepared for this. So when you go in, you ain't just gonna kill everybody in the room. Some of y'all think, well, that's, that's, what I, that's what I'm thinking about doing, brother. <laughs> Unless you wanna be in you know, prison and you can just go find another woman. That's all I'm saying. There's better ways that we can do things. Yes. But, you know, when you get to selling drugs, man, when you when, when somebody telling you, hey, Brother Ben, I know you're low on money, man. All you got to do is sell weed for two weeks and you're going to be straight. Come 
You can't take any you can take any road to go nowhere. So what do you mean by that? Unless I have a destination, Siri not going to give me the directions. How many of y'all use your GPS to get here today? You did? When did Siri did, did, when Siri when you put the destination in before you put the destination, did Siri say turn left? Turn right? It didn't. So let me ask you this question. If you are riding in a car with somebody that you don't know, and you got your destination in there, and he say, say, fool, turn left real quick. I got a, I got a shortcut. But Siri telling you keep straight, what you going to do? <laughs> keep straight? Anybody going to turn left? Raise your hand. <laughs> well, you know, the scripture says all of us fall short of the glory of God. So we may turn left. We may turn left. And see, it's not until I got the destination in my GPS that if I turn left, Siri going to say, hey, reroute. You turn. So oftentimes, as it says, you can take any road to go nowhere. If you don't know where you're going, you can take any path. But once we know exactly where we're going, once we know exactly what our purpose is, now I can have directions. So when the brother called me up and said, Brother Ben, I can turn 20 into 20,000. All I need is your credit card. I know it's a scam. So I'm going to check my GPS. He's trying to get me to go right. My GPS is saying, keep straight. And if I go right, and I'm, and I'm on my way. You ever seen boys in the hood where Trey was on the way and they kept cutting back and forth from him and his father? And he was thinking about all the teachings that his father had. And that's why he said, hold on, man, stop this car, man. Let me go ahead and get up out this bad boy. See, he was going the wrong direction. But it's because his father had already given him a purpose. His father has already given him a destination in life. I want you to be a good man. I want you to be a good father. A father is someone who takes you further than him. So because he put so much wisdom in him, he was able to have a spiritual GPS in him that was telling him, brother, you got to reroute. But what about those of us who don't have? that spiritual GPS? What about those who didn't have that father who was imputing knowledge, wisdom, and understanding into us so when we're about to make a bad decision, there's the self-accusing spirit or the God within that's telling us to go the wrong way. So I'm here to tell you today, if you don't got that father, if you don't have that mother, that mother and father can be the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad that'll reroute you right back on the right track. The will of God, God has an active and a permissive will. So some things we're actively doing or he's actively doing and something he permits to be done so that we can learn from it. Look at what the minister says. It is our suffering that the creative power is unleashed. I'm going to say that one again, because some of us think, oh, when I come to God, man, all my all my problems going to be gone. No, you just got the keys now to unlock the doors that you now have. It is our suffering that the creative power is unleashed. If you don't suffer, you can't create. Mm. You know how like our big head selves came up out the came up out the womb of the mother? Man, that was heavy pain, wasn't it, sisters? I know brothers be sitting at home loving that. Man, I'm glad God made me a male. But she be going through all that pain. She be going through all that suffering. She going through all that pain. She going through that suffering. She going through uh, uh, bloodshed when you come out. But when you come out, that's a beautiful thing that we now see. The minister said our prayers is answered through the womb of our mother. 
So he talks about when sisters are thinking about abortion, he was like, you know, hey, my mother attempted to abort me three times. And because she had to get so close to Allah that she was putting them same thoughts and them same ideas into me. Now I'm birthed and I have given so much life to the world. But if she would have aborted me, I wouldn't have been able to come out and do the things that I'm doing. So we have to think about that. So we got to go through some kind of pain to get here. Look at the three great trials the minister told us about. He said one of the trials is we have to fight or race a million, a billion sperms to get to the get to the woman. Not only did we have that was in the race, but we was going uphill. How many of our brothers or sisters ever rode a bike up the hill? Man, how your calf legs, your thighs hurt. But you going down the hill, you can stand up on the seat. You're doing all kind of tricks going down the hill. Well, you going upstream. Then he says, once you get there, you're in a hostile environment. So you got to swim real fast. So the fact that you have already been here, you have passed three great trials to get here. Then not only is the woman going through pain when you coming through the womb, but you also going through some pain as well. So in order for you to even get here, you done already went through pain. So how can you go through that pain as an infant? And then we upset that we're going through pain as adults. Now, the difference is we have to know the difference between pain that Allah is allowing to happen or that is there to shape us and mold us. Or is this self-inflicted pain that we're causing on ourselves? So you saying I ain't got no job and you haven't went anywhere. Of course you ain't got no job, brother. I told you the mystery God not going to knock at your door and say, hey, man. But I, I heard your thoughts, brother. I, you want a job, brother? That ain't going to happen, man. I mean, that's them video games. You trying to put in cheat codes. This is the real life. If you don't suffer, you can't create. So don't run from your pain. Run to it. Don't run from your trial and don't turn your back on struggle. Allah, God says in the Quran that he created man to face difficulty. Whenever a misfortune comes into their lives, they say we are Allah's. We belong to him. He is our patron, and to him is our return, eventual return. Look for the lesson. That is where we find the blessing. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, adversity is the mother of creativity. Whew, that's a tweet. You might want to tweet that one. <laughs> adversity is the mother of creativity. Let me tell you about my slave job that I was talking about earlier. I worked at this job called Sterilite. Y'all you know what Sterilite is? Them little container, plastic containers that come with drawers and them buckets, them plastic buckets that some of y'all wash in. So when I got to this job, they fooled me. They tricked me. Not only was I working at a warehouse job in the summertime, but they didn't have no AC. Now, we know summer. That's, and this was during Ramadan. And I'm young. I'm coming into the nation. I learned that the black man was God. I said, ooh. Now, before I worked at this job, they are, my family already told me, you're going to quit that job. Your brother done already worked that job. Your cousin done already worked that job. And they both quit. And you know me. What did you do? They didn't know the black man was God. I'm going to show him up. So I'm going there. And the first six hours, we got these buckets that's coming down the machine. Hot buckets, too. Hot buckets coming down on the machine. So as the buckets is coming down on the machine, I got a box of wheels here. And I got a box of stickers. So the boxes is coming down. I got to put the wheels on the box for wheels. I got to put the stickers on the box. Then I have a, 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 a card uh, a box that I'm making over here that I got to put this container in. Then I got to push this box through the machine. No, then I got to put tape on the box and push it through the machine. That's a lot of steps. Ain't it? Now, look, 
first six months, for the first six hours, I had help. This is how they tricked me. She, I'm doing the boxes. She, she doing this over here. I'm doing this. I said, oh, this is I'm, I'm sitting here sending a text message to my wife. I'm like, oh, man, it's easy. What they talking about? Man, man, I don't know what they talking. Do this all day. I'm making $12 an hour. I'm, I'm calculating now. If I'm here from $12 times 12, I'm making some pretty good money. I'm finna be here forever. Man, six hours go by. And look, before then, before I get to that story, she asking me, you look, you sweating a little bit. You know, you need some water? Oh, you know, you know me. Oh, you know, it's Ramadan. You know, we, we Muslim. You know, I don't need no water. I'm good. Black man is God. I, I can do anything. Man, them eight hours went by where I'm doing it by myself. I'm, I'm, I'm asking for Hawaiian punch. I'm, I'm drinking ice water so I can get some ice, all kind of things, man. Long story short, man, I quit that job in about two or three months. Boy, I was up out that bad, boy. Because it was so... And then, when I talk about adversity is the mother of creativity, do you know how many business ideas I thought about at that job? I said, I got to figure out how I'm going to get up out this bad, boy. Hey, I had to get up out that bad, boy. I'm on the job. I'm thinking, look, okay, it's summertime. Okay, 7-Eleven. They water costs about $1.69. If I go to Walmart and I get me a 34-pack of water for $6, I can go out there and get me an ice, but I can sell the dollar. I'm calculating. Okay, I can still make $12 an hour selling ice water. Man, I was thinking about everything, man. I was thinking about uh, uh, passing out flies for people again. Man, I can pass out flies for 10 cents a fly, man. What's up? I'm helping you out. Man, I was thinking about doing everything, man. Washing cars. I was thinking about all kinds of stuff because I didn't want to be on that job. So dissatisfaction or 100% dissatisfaction brings about a change. So how dissatisfied are you in your condition? How dissatisfied are we in our condition? And are we putting into practice these creative thoughts? Because I know some of you brothers got them creative thoughts. But we just have that fear and that inferior mindset to where we don't put it into practice. So we got to think on those thoughts. But I thought y'all blamed everything on the white man, Brother Ben. I know what y'all were thinking. It's the white man's fault, Brother Ben. It ain't your fault. Everything is the devil's fault. Well, we have to get out of that um, surface level thinking of the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. This is the reason why we need both the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was giving us the history. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is giving us the meaning of what he was teaching. You got some brothers who say, I just follow Elijah. Talk black to me. They be having three people in the audience. Somebody talk black to me. You ain't even got nobody in that bad boy, man. But anyways. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that the, that the Quran talks about he's going to place a ruler in the earth. And the angels talk about what are you going to place in the earth besides that is going to, you know, cause mischief and the shedding of blood. He says this represents white people. Now, in the 30s and in that time, he had to speak like this because he had to shock us. He had to let us know. He had to let them know, hey, you are devil. And if you're not a devil, prove it to me. And then he had to let us know that we are the original man and that we are gods. So when he says that we placed a ruler in the earth, yes, they ruled us for 6,000 plus years. And they ruled us up in 1914. Let that marinate. I know some of y'all saying, well, brother, man, it's 2019. What's going on, brother? <laughs> well, you think they just going to give us the spot? Right. How many of y'all seen that meme where all of the black people is, 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 is crunched over and the Rothschilds and everybody's around them on a monopoly on the table and the meme says, all we have to do is stand up and the game is over. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said our unity was solved by 95, 98% of our problems. 
So it's not that we have a money problem. We have a disunity problem. How is it that you're saying we got a money problem and an economic problem, but the Koreans, the so-called Jews, white folk, everybody setting up shop in our community? It's how are we going to be the number one consumer and we broke? We spend a billion dollars on potato chips, but we're not spending it amongst ourselves. So it's not all these symptoms that we have. The root cause is we have self-hatred and, the, and, and how we combat self-hatred is with knowledge of self. Knowledge of self produces love for self. Love for self produces respect for self. It's not till I had love for self that I stopped eating. Not the, sh but chitterlings. I'm about to say something else. But the chitterlings. I don't eat those no more. You know what I said, man? Some people say, man, I'm going to man, we're going to die anyway. Some of y'all thinking that right, brother, man, we're going to die anyway. Why? Well, what's the point of putting good food in the body? Well, guess what? Your car going to break down anyway, but you put the best gas in there. You, get, you make sure you get tune-ups. You got the best oil in the car. So it's not till I found a greater love and respect for myself to where I said, hold on, I got to put better things in my body. Not only the respect and love and knowledge, but... We got to have a purpose. See, the reason you put good gas in your car, the reason you making sure them tires is good on the car, because you got to get from A to B. You're going somewhere. Yes, sir. Well, some of our brothers don't know where they want to be, so they don't care about the gas that they're putting in their body. So it says that our body is the temple of God. Now, again, you coming in, you making sure the mosque clean. You're sweeping up. You're making sure the church clean. You don't even listen to rap music while you're on the thing, but you're blasting it on your way home. How come you're putting the worst foods in your body then? This is the real temple that already told us in Scripture that the spirit dwells within and that your body is the real temple of God. And if you think I'm lying, go ahead and Google it. Google is your friend. Google it now. So if we keep the mosque clean and the church clean, let's keep this clean. But not just with physical food, with spiritual food. Because they, I think the Honorable Muhammad said, correct me if I'm wrong, if we have poisonous thoughts, we'll poison the food. So you got to have great thoughts as well. You got to have good thoughts as well because if we have these bad thoughts, we're going to repeat the same thing. And we know doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results is what they call insanity. So as I was saying Wednesday, there was this guy who wanted to write an essay. That essay y'all be procrastinating about. He was writing an essay. And when he wrote up the essay and he printed out the essay, he saw a typo, a few typos. He thought all he had to do was just mark it out. So he went back in, hit print. And when he hit print, he said, man, these same typos are there. So he called, say, James, come over here and bring me the whiteout. Maybe if I white it out, it'll work. So he gets the whiteout and he whites out the words this time. Goes back in, what y'all think happened? Same typos, right? So what he found was he had to go back into the program, go back down to the root of the thing. And once he changed the root or the, or the typos in the root or in the word processor, then he hit print. Now he has a different product. So your mind is going to give you a product. You can know what somebody is thinking by the way they are producing. You know what somebody believes by what they are doing. If I don't believe that I can do a backflip, I probably won't be doing no backflip because I might break my neck. See? So I believe I can do it. I may not be able to do it, but I believe I can do it. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. So I believe that the program that we need is this program right here. 
See, this, this, this is one of the number one tools. Get the program of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It's going to teach you how to do for self. Get the program of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It's going to teach you that the black man is the original man. The maker, the owner, the queen, mother, planet, earth, God of the universe. Get the program of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It's going to teach you that a nation rises no higher than this woman. It's going to teach you that her womb is God's workshop. It's going to teach you to do for self. It's going to teach you to separate or suffer the consequences. And we suffer those consequences. You go into the school, they changing the little boy's clothes into a dress. They making you get vaccines. We know what the vaccines is doing. So if we separated, like he said in his program over 80 years ago, we wouldn't have to suffer these problems. He talked about growing food. Every final call talks about how to eat to live. So some of us is overweight, talking about what I'm going to do. We trying all these kind of diet, the keto diet, and the, the Cheeto diet, and all kind of stuff. He already gave us the diet, how to eat to live, one meal a day, eat the best of food. So we got the program. We just got to put that thing into practice. You ever been looking for your keys? All praise due to Allah. You ever been looking for your keys? I do it all the time. I'll be doing so many. You're looking for your phone and it's right there in your hand. Be mad than the mother. Man, where the keys at? It's right there in your hand. Where the keys is in your hand. Just get mad to the black. There, here go the keys. It's the master key right here. Pick it up and put it in the door. Put that thing in the door. The language is harsh. Talking about, you know, we blame everything on the white man. Oh, did I, I don't even think I finished that dinner. So, the Honorable Minister, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that the white man, he ruled us for 6,000 years. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that that 6,000 year old period is nothing compared to the infinity of time. So we think that's a long time, but when you think from the eyes of God, that's really not that long. And so when you think about, see, one thing we always forget when we say the white man is the devil, remember that, he, that we said that he was grafted from us. He said, you can't take out of us that which was not already in us. So we have to see the imperfection so that we can perfect it. So whatever you don't like in the white man, don't just keep blaming the enemy. Let's also look at the enemy. Y'all thought I said the same thing, didn't you? No, the enemy on the inside, because if we get in control of the internal forces, can't nothing, can't the, 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 the external forces can't do nothing with us. Same thing with charity. Charity is not for God. Let me, let me make that plain. You know, God wants your money. You know how we be lying. Listen, man, just keep it real. Listen, we got the building fund, bro. We got to keep the lights on. So, but when it comes to the greed part or the charity, because some of us think, why am I giving in charity? Let me say this. Even if they misuse the money, that's on them. You know, you did what you're supposed to do. It's about the principle, like she said. So when you think about it, the minister said, when you're thinking about charity, this is to keep the greed down. Whenever you get some money, you're giving away 10%. Whenever you get some money, you're giving this away. So now the enemy can't say, let me see that nigga. Okay, he, 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 he like to keep all his money. He's showing signs that I can control him with the money. If I offer him 10000 if I offer him 25000 he may deviate. He may do something. But when he knows, oh, he got his internal already together, I can't do nothing to hit him. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said he'll have us so smart, so wise, that the white man would be wrapped around our finger, we wouldn't even know he was there. So all we got to do is focus on what he already have given us, and we wouldn't even have to worry about this oppression that we're going through. That's right. He given us the answers through the school, through the food, and through the teachings. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave us the meaning. He didn't say place a ruler on the earth. What did he say? Yeah. In the earth. Okay, well, our bones is made of the stone of the earth. We are 
made from the earth. So what he said was, this is Allah sharing his power with man. And because we were underdeveloped when he shared his power with us, then at that point we was going to make some decisions because we was underdeveloped, which will cause mischief in the shedding of blood. So, yes, we can talk about that enemy, but let's look at what we're doing. They used to force us to eat pork. Now we forcing ourselves to eat pork. They used to rape us. Now look at us with this sex trafficking going on. A lot of this is going on because of us. A lot of us is in this. Men and women. We, you know, the women feel like they unprotected because, shoot, it's the black man that's doing it. We can't keep saying it's the white man. Her sister was talking about the Uber. Uber driver was took, taking her somewhere that she didn't want to go or something like that with some trafficking stuff. She said it was a black man. So we can't say, oh, look at the white man. No, this is us. So look at what they're doing. Look at the Lord characteristic manifestation of them so that we can correct that which we are going through. So the minister is bringing it home. So the same way they was grafted from the original, grafted from us, we have been grafted into them. So we have to be regrafted or re-educated so we can get back to the original man. Yeah, we can say the original man, that's our potential, but we are the habitation of devils that the scripture talks about. He has deceived the whole world and we too are in that. So let's think about ourselves as well. We ain't blaming everything on the white man. He said the fear of the white man right now, that's our problem, not necessarily the white man. The language is harsh. But the reality of black existence and black suffering is also very harsh. The language, the harsh language was designed to knock on your door, talking about the white men or white folks, and get your attention. And that it did. So I got their attention. So you may say, well, why did he say all of them, though? Because my football coach, he's a pretty cool guy. My, the, the man who gave me a job was a white man. And we, fought, we love falling for that one. He gave us a few crumbs and he, he, he smiled at us, gave us a nice hug and like a post on Instagram and everything done changed. Yeah. Look at what Muhammad Ali was breaking down one time on an interview. He said, listen, well, I can ask y'all this question. Any brothers in here, you got a, uh, a son that's very young, maybe at the age of one? You? Let me ask you a question. If I took you to a park and this park had rattlesnakes, Poisonous snakes and they had snakes that looked the same, but they wasn't poisonous Your son who's not able to comprehend everything yet Would you go to the park and say look here son? Let me show something to you This right here is the poisonous snake and this right here this you, you can play with this one This ain't gonna bite you would you do that? You would probably say that all of them are bad and wait until he's able to comprehend Wait till he's developed so he won't go down there and get bit so when he says all of them, he was letting us know, hey, we got some satanic Jews out here. Yeah, satanic. And yet, and this one right here may not bite you. It may not be poisonous, but it's still a snake. So you better watch out for that bad boy. So that's the teachings. So when you hear the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he's not saying all Jews like they try to say he's saying. He's saying satanic Jews. He's pointing the specific ones out that's putting all kind of illness in the TV shows and the movies. And when he quotes them, he quotes them. He quotes when he got the book. He's quoting things that they have said, things that they have verified. So what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was doing, he knew that we was immature. He knew that we still believed that the white man was God. So we had to let him know that, hey, all of them, let, let's throw them all away. Let's separate from all of them. So when you got that little cousin who done got punched in the eye, man, you need to leave that dude. Man, he done, he done, he done, he done bust, up, up, bust up your eye. And you telling her to separate the first day she got punched. 
But we've been getting punched in our eyes for over 400 years and we still in bed with this man. So he's telling us, look, we got to separate. We got to get a divorce. Now look, when you divorce, y'all can still tweet each other. When you divorce, y'all can still, you know what I'm saying, y'all can, but what I'm saying is I don't want you to depend on white people to do for us what we have the power now to do for ourselves. That's all we're saying. So we saying separate, not segregate. So you can bring the green. I ain't, I, I'm not saying you can't come into our business support. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to stay here thinking all I got to do is work for you to get money. No, I'm going to pool my resources. I'm going I'm to I'm change my mind. I'm going to get creative ideas in my mind. I'm going to separate divorce and I'm going to start my own business. How about you come support me too? How about you come support me too? That's all I'm saying. And that's a part of the OL. So since we're around this holiday time, that's a part of the OL. So all y'all out there who be talking about where's the OLs, that's the first indicator that you either didn't go to the Million Man March or the movement, or you didn't listen to what he said. He didn't say that, uh, that, uh, that my 87-year-old self were going to fly all over the country like a magician and save everything. He said, be the OLs. One of the things that he said do was boycott. So if you still buying stuff for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, if you still getting stuff from Santa Claus, you ain't the OLs then. So don't even ask us what the OLC is if you're not going to get involved. You still telling your son and daughters that, 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 that it was Santa Claus who brought it down. No, we stay in the projects, ain't even got no chimney. Talking about he came through the chimney. And his big fat self s- slipped in through this little old cylinder here. Lying like a mother, you don't work two, two jobs, three jobs, and then you're going to give the credit to another white man. Come on, man. What are we doing? You know, talking about, uh, you know, he going to miss out on the fun. What if they don't know about it? They ain't miss out on nothing. Shoot. Ain't, don't tell them. They can have fun. My son be playing with them blade blades. He ain't worried about no Santa Claus, man. Dissatisfaction. Brings about a change and 100% dissatisfaction. Did I say that right? Yeah. Brings about a complete change. So we have to be dissatisfied in order for us to make these changes in our lives. Now, some of you may say, well, Brother Ben X, I'm, I'm going through a lot of negative things. Well, when you think about life or even when you think about a car, you got to have positive and the negative in your life. Because sometimes you don't really realize how blessed you are until you have been down. Sometimes you don't realize how blessed and free you are until you've been on that slave job I was on. I'm telling you, man, that's what keep me going with this entrepreneurship, man. I'm always, because I cannot go back to that slavery, man. I can't go back to that, but I had to experience that. I had to experience some of those things in order for me to really exercise the force and power and wisdom that God has given me. So I want you to embody what you have been through and stop ignoring it. You know, the reason I wrote a book is because I didn't like to read growing up. I hated reading. And uh, when I joined the Nation of Islam, a lot of people said, man, your, uh, your life is over. You know, you're the Muslims are going to get you killed, man. You know, man, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't even listen to the minister in my house. I would listen to Farrakhan. He told me, turn Farrakhan off. We Baptists in this house. I ain't went to church in three years talking about we, we Baptists in this house, right? Go ahead. But I had to go through that, and I had to experience some of those problems, man, because now that I have overcame it, I have helped him now. 
who was once telling me don't listen to him, now he's sharing it on YouTube. Now he's sharing it on Facebook. Now his own uh, family. Now we got cousins and stuff that know about it. We got some of his classmates that sharing it. And instead of him saying, we don't, we don't listen to Farrakhan, know what he's saying? Boy, that's my son right there. You sharing right there, boy. Glad. Then last Savings Day, he watched the complete Savings Day, he told me. So once... I overcame the adversity because that's what really moved me. I'm going to show you. Look how Muhammad Ali said, I'm going to show you how great I am. I had to show him, man, that the teachings, you know, because sometimes God will bless you with an idea or a vision, and it may not be for everybody else. You know how some sisters get pregnant? You know, if the baby comes out too soon, what they call that? Premature. So some of us are putting our ideas out there prematurely. And when we put the ideas out there prematurely, we may kill the idea. So some of us are letting everybody know we pregnant. I'm letting everybody know I got an idea. I'm letting everybody know what business I'm about to do. The minister talked about going underground a long time when he was coming up. And he came back up when Jesse Jackson needed his help or he wanted to help Jesse Jackson. And when he was asked to do certain interviews, he said, I'm pregnant. I don't know gay stuff, saying so we ain't LGBT in here. But what he was saying was, I'm pregnant with an idea. Right now, I'm nurturing it. So if y'all know any sisters who got pregnant, and they probably didn't, wasn't supposed to get pregnant, they probably wear like a big dress or something black to let you know. But guess what? After six months, eight months, could they hide it? Couldn't hide it. I don't care what kind of dress you got on. You can't hide it because it's already developed. It's already have been cultivated. So we should be the same way with our ideas. Whenever you have an idea, some people call your business a baby. It's my baby. I'm nurturing my baby. So when you got that idea, you ain't got to tell everybody because some people want you to abort it, a.k.a. abort the baby. They telling you, oh, boy, your, your, your days of clubbing is over. You finna, that baby finna be crying, a.k.a. Boy, you got to do all this administration. Boy, you got to do sales. Boy, you got to do marketing. You got to do all these different. They tell you all of the stuff that you got to go through hoping that you abort the baby. But after a while, after that thing has been developed, you got your business plan, you got cars, and you already producing numbers. Ain't nothing you can tell me because that thing is already developed. So the same way we develop babies is the same way we have to develop ideas. The minister said we have to think on the thought. He says, some of us get ideas and you get mad talking about, man, that was my idea. Yeah, when you get the idea and you get the thought, you have to think on the thought and continue to think on it and continue to develop it. Like one time I thought somebody took my idea. Y'all know how we got Uber, right? And with Uber, you can go pick somebody up. And then I thought about the groceries. I said, man, I know people be lazy. They don't want to get groceries. What if we had an app where they go pick up the groceries and bring it back? So they got that. Then I said, I know ain't nobody got this. I said, you know how you get up early in the morning and you got to have gas in your car and you didn't want to go to the gas station the day before? I said, man, we need to deliver gas. And I put it out on Instagram. I was telling them about my idea and they done tagged me and something. Somebody already got that bad boy. So we had to think on the thought and when you think on it, act on it. See, we think about the law of attraction. We think that's just some spooky stuff. To say in the mirror, I want a Bentley every day. I want a Bentley. I want a Bentley. I want it to be black with rims and I got them 15s in the back. And I want, you know, that ain't how it works. You got to, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the B. Now, he said, B and it is. So when we think B and it is, y'all seen that State Farm commercial, like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. That's what we think B and it is. is. God said B and a, and a computer popped up. Boom. No, man, that's spookism, man. No, B. 
after you had to be, that's where you want to be. Now you got to summon your will. Now you got to summon the other gods. Now you got to think about the thoughts, put together a plan. Then when you get it, whoop. There it is. Being it is. Now you got it right there in your midst. And that's how we bring things into existence. It's not just about thinking it. It's not just about moving the tongue in your mouth. You got to move the tongue on your feet. You know how you got the shoes. You got to move some, some stuff on your feet, man. That's how we bring it into existence. So don't just think about it. Be about it. Yes, sir. So we got to have that, that negative and that, and that positive. When you struggle and you are overcome by a force that is present in your own being, you learn something more about yourself. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was telling us one day about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, throw, talking about people throwing mud on them. Mm -hmm. And when you throw mud on somebody, yes, it got dirt, but it also got water. So when you, yeah, you throwing this mud on me, you talking down on me, or you hating, but in your hating, you still, you, 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 you're critiquing. And if I got the right attitude, if I got the right mind, I'm going to take the water of that part and I'm going to purify myself. So you think you turn me down when really I'm building myself back up. It's almost like when they throwing them rocks to the dog in the ditch and he let them throw that rock so many, so, for so long and he done used the rocks as his stepping stool to get over. That's how we got to do. When somebody said, Brother Ben, I don't like the way you speak. You don't, you don't articulate yourself enough. Well, I could either say, oh, man, that nigga hate, man, I'm finna stop, I'm finna stop, uh, start speaking. Or I can say, you know what? Now, he, the way he's saying it, he's trying to embarrass me, but I'm going to take what he's saying and I'm going to use it. Now, two months from now, I'm better, and you still, where you at, a hater, envious, in the same condition, so don't worry about it, just continue to grow and uh, let them stay where they at. <laughs> so check this out. That part. How do you handle frustration? Because some of us get frustrated. Some of us have disappointment when we don't meet our expectations. So how do you handle your frustration? How do you handle when you uh, don't meet your expectation? Because oftentimes expectations leads to disappointment. So whenever you are on your purpose, whenever you're on this journey that you're on, you may fail. Whenever you're on this journey and you're asking your brother for help and she don't help you. You ask your mama for help and she don't help you. You ask your daddy for help and she don't help you. You ask your wife and your husband for help and they don't help you. And you might get disappointed. But how do we handle that? Do we quit? Do we be like the man who wanted or the God who wanted all of us to speak the same dialect? And he want to blow everything up? That's how we be. If, if I'm disappointed, I'm, I'm blowing this whole thing up. If I ain't got it, ain't nobody going to have it. So we think about a bliss. A bliss was disappointed. See? He say, man, I'm, I'm better. How come, how come he got 10,000 followers? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put my music video out there. You understand me? I'm rapping. I'm good. How come he got 100,000? So now we begin to, be, to, to get jealous and envious because we think where he's at, that's where I'm supposed to be. I've been putting in all this work, that's where I'm supposed to be. But see, here's what we gotta realize. You don't always see the background work that somebody is doing for them to get where they at today. LeBron James didn't wake up uh, uh, swole like that. He went to the weight room. Steph Curry wasn't shooting threes like that the whole time. 
He was shooting three. He was practicing. Some of us have to practice. And just because you putting in work don't mean somebody ain't putting in more work. So instead of you hating on them, how about you be inspired? Instead of you being jealous and envious, how about you be inspired and follow the principles that they use so you can get there as well? So it says he was disappointed thinking he was better. He said, respite me to the day they was raised because he was going. God was going to put him out. Respite me to the day they was raised. Well, who is they? They is you. See, he has respited them or given them a grace period until we are raised. And we are being raised right now with the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We're being raised right now from anybody who's speaking black liberation. So how many of us have acted like a bliss when we got disappointed because we thought we was better and we said, I'm going to make all of them deviate. I'm going to mess up his dream. I'm going to mess up his goal. I'm going to go up under his comments and try to show everybody his flaws like I ain't got no flaws. That's why I don't get people making them exposed videos. Dude, everybody got a flaw. That, I mean, that ain't impressive. You talking about, yeah, that dude, he, he did. Man, listen, you can take your bow tie off. You can, Because we put the highlights on social media. You ever seen a highlight? LeBron done dunked somebody. You know, you, done, you got all the highlights when you crossing. You ain't showing the turnovers. On social media, you, you, you posting all the freestyles when you didn't mess up. When you mess up on the freestyle, you, you editing it. You ain't, you ain't putting the, the, the natural one out there. So you putting your best part of the planet Earth out there, but you're not settling on the best part of the planet Earth to your own brother. That's right. So don't think about all the flaws everybody got because we all got those. Look at the flaws and then see how they can be a lesson for me. So the Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan said, when you see men fall, don't laugh, learn. Learn from what they are going through because if you laugh, you're going to be in a position where you may be laughed at too. Yeah, you know, they said that the, 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 I had to laugh the last laugh. And you be around there and you ain't got nobody you can laugh with because everybody laughing at you. But if you somebody there and you helping somebody and you uplifting somebody, they'll return that. The law of uh, reciprocation. When you help somebody else out, they'll turn around and help you out. So let's focus on being good human beings. Some of us are focusing on character or cash, but we're not focusing on character. Some of us are focusing on money, but we're not focusing on morality. On. Let me tell you something, man. Character will get you in certain rooms that money can't get you in. That's for real. Some of us, man, want to be in rooms with powerful people, and, and, and you can get there if your morals was right. You can get there if, if you was a good human being. And let me say this, even if you don't have the money, if you got the right mind, you become an asset. So he may not have 100,000, but he got 100,000 idea. I like his character. I trust in him. So I'm going to give my money to him and let him flip it. I just need my money back. So if you just be and focus on righteousness, what they say in the scripture? Seek ye first. Seek ye first, not second. Some of us say, God, I'm going to take, you know, if you take two towards me, God, I take one towards you. That ain't how this thing works. You take, man, some steps toward him, he gonna come all the way. He gonna grab you. He gonna put you in his bosom and take you all the way up. So it says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added to you, man. We gotta seek righteousness. And, and, and then the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, our righteousness will sustain us. That's what make us equal. Let me show y'all. Man, let me see something real quick. Let me ask y'all a question. If I drop this pen and this book, which one you think gonna hit first? Now, now, see y'all who know the law of signs, you knew that. 
But if you think about it, this one real heavy. And this one light. See how light that is? But if I drop it at the same time, they both fall. But what happened? Why is that? It's because they fell in a law. So if we come under the law of Islam, then that's what's going to bring us that freedom, that justice, and that equality that we have been looking for. So oftentimes, we don't want the law. You know, we want to be, as we say, I'm free spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm following my roots. <laughs> we follow my roots. But if you follow God and the laws of God, he's not telling you you can't do this so he can keep you from having fun. He's saying don't do this so that you can be elevated. So how many of y'all got been to Six Flags before? Ever been to Six Flags? When you go to Six Flags, y'all know it's a law to put that bar down, right? That bar down on you? Have you ever known a young brother say, man, I'm free-spirited, brother. I ain't, I ain't with all that. Take this bar up off me. You make sure that bar down, don't you? You make sure that thing locked in. Why? Because when you're on that roller coaster, you're going to go up. You're going to go down, upside down. Some of them rolls be rocky. And that's the same thing with life. On that roller coaster, the bar's there so it can keep you in your seat. Well, in life, you're going to go up, you're going to go down, you're going to go upside down. It's going to get real rocky. But if you keep the laws of Islam or the laws of God, if you don't believe in God at all, now you got good. Keep the laws of good on you, and that's what's going to keep you in your seat of life if you follow the laws of of God because we're in a rocky road. We're in a wicked world. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said our righteousness will sustain us. So the white man is a universal snooper. He looking at us. He looking to see where they're going to mess up. But like 2 chains say, I'm going to be fresh as hell if the feds watching. I'm going to be righteousness. I'm going to be righteous if the feds watching. So as long as I'm doing the right thing, I'm not worried about them looking at me. They're going to look at me, do my thing. They're going to look at me being a God on planet Earth. I ain't even tripping on it. So let me get, all right, this is the last thing, then I got to close. And I want y'all to speak back to me here. What do black people need? Come on, just yell it out. What do black people need? Money. We need money. We need good food. What we need, bro? I know you know something we need. What we need? We need God. We need unity, right? Now, how many of y'all in here believe you got a skill or a talent? Raise your hand. All right. So I want to touch on the unity, then we're going to close out. Because we often been saying for a long time, we need unity, huh? Since the 30s, since the 20s, probably since the beginning, of, we need unity. You know what I figured out? I think the reason we haven't really figured this thing out is because what are we uniting for? United to do what? See, if we just unite and just to say we're united, I can go to the kickback where they smoking at. They, they united there. They united at the hood. They, they united at the concerts. So when we unite, unite to do what? Because once I unite and we have an agenda, now I can get the gangs involved. Now I can get the robbers involved. Now I can get the sisters involved. Now I can get the brothers involved. But it's not until we have a place that we're going. It's not until we have a destination that Siri going to give us the directions. So we can unite. And once we figure out what it is that we want, then we can tell each every uh, individual what they can bring to the table. You know, we just passed Thanksgiving. Somebody said, you bring the turkey. You bring the, you bring the dressing, 
You bring the cranberry sauce. Well, everybody had to bring something to the table. Think about an organization. We want to build an organization, right? Well, think about the organs in the body. The heart ain't worrying about what the lung is doing. The lung ain't worrying about what the eyes are doing. The eyes ain't worried about what the feet is doing. But they all doing what they supposed to be doing to keep the body alive. So let's think about what I can do. Let's think about where I can go so I can keep the whole body alive so I can keep the whole black community alive. When I was a uh, basketball player, I was the point guard. My mission was to help everybody make plays. My, uh, my, 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 uh, my position was to help me score some points and be a playmaker. So I was passing off assists. I was number one in the nation in assists. Top, uh, top 15 in the nation when it came to uh, just an overall basketball player, averaging 24 uh, points per game. So I was top in the nation as a point guard. Now I'm a point guard assisting the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan draining threes on our enemy. And that's what I'm here to do. And I hope that I helped you all today. I'm going to leave you with the green words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. Man. I hope I said something today, man, that really helped y'all out in y'all life. Um, I would like to ask you all uh, a special question. How many of y'all believe what you heard today is true and good for black people? How many of y'all are here for your first time? Raise your hand. Praise be to Allah. Please give them a round of applause. Now, this last question is, is, is a tough question. Now, let me tell you all about mine real quick. I wasn't supposed to join in Houston. I was supposed to uh, join when I got back home. The brother Malik was just stopping me by Houston. He said, don't raise your hand, brother. <laughs> man, by the time I got done, I said, man, I'm ready to join the Nation of Islam my first time. So they had to just transfer me. So the next question is, how many of you all would like to join on to the Nation of Islam Help mosque number 46 here in the city of New Orleans and help give life to the dead, which is our mission. By a show of hands, raise your hand if you're ready to take that step. We got one brother. Praise be to Allah. So can I please, uh, on behalf of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, shake your black hand. Well, all praise is due to Allah, as I always like to close, uh, today is the first day of the rest of our lives. We can make the rest of our lives the best of our lives. The choice is yours. Please help me bring back up Brother Willie Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Hey, family, listen, I know COVID has messed up some of our vision and some of us, our vision for our family and our future looks a little blurry, but we want to help bring the vision back to 2020. We want you to be able to see the success and everything that you plan for 2020 to be. We want to help bring that vision back. So we have a crazy bundle for you going into Black Friday. This bundle, we got Purpose to Profit, which is a full course that's going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a 
product and that product into a profitable business, six-figure business from scratch. We're going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product. We're going to teach you how to market, how to scale, how to productize. We're going to teach you how to test. We're going to teach you how to package this product so that you can be able to take it into the marketplace to be able to do great things. Not only with that bundle, you're also going to get private banking blueprint where we teach you how to build your own banking system. Yes, you heard me, your own banking system. And guess what? Guess what? It's only going to be for $368. Yes, you heard it. $368. You're going to get an actual physical copy of the textbook of Private Bank and Blueprint. All of that course together for $368 all the way up until Black Friday. If you want to move on that bundle, go to visionbundle.com. Visionbundle.com and take action today.